Welcome to episode 15 of The Complete Works, season three, a deep dive into the career and films of actor Michelle Yeoh. My name is Mike Smith, and joining me on this journey into the Yeohiverse is my friend, co-host, and fellow psychopath, Mike Tricio. How's your name, Mike? I'm doing just great. I'm excited for today's episode. What another stellar discovery we have here, I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is uh, going to be an interesting discussion, I think, for sure. So, Mike, you know, as we've been discussing for the last few weeks, the immediate post-retirement period for Michelle Yeoh saw her make a lot of movies in a very short amount of time. <laughs> Just like maybe the most movies you can make in yeah, a year. Exactly. Uh, almost like she was making up for being absent the previous five years, you know? Yeah, uh, to make up homework to do. Exactly. So over the course of 1992 and 93, she had Police Story 3 Super Cop, The Heroic Trio, Butterfly and Sword, Holy Weapon, Executioners, Super Cop 2, and Tai Chi Master. And during the filming of last week's movie, Wing Chun, Yo re-triggered her old spinal injury while shooting on location in Beijing. Uh, as we talked about in that episode, she uh, had to like, they had to have a stand in for her during one scene where she meets her Sifu because she was like unable to move for a little bit. Yeah, falling <laughs> off a horse will do that. Exactly. So when she returned to Hong Kong, Michelle Yeoh did not have any time to recover. Shooting for today's movie uh, was to start immediately upon her arrival, and uh, she did not want to disturb the plans for filming, so she went to work as planned, and this resulted in even more pain. <laughs> My God. Take uh, a break. That's what that's, I think that's what she was kind of realizing at this point. Uh, during a scene in this movie where Michelle Yeoh falls into the water, uh, she injured her spine again. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and when she finally went to the doctor, he was shocked at how much pain that she had been able to withstand without seeking any kind of medical attention. Uh, she then had to stay in the hospital for a week to uh, fully heal up. Wow. That's crazy. And it's nuts all the stunts she does in this movie that like just falling off a dock or off a boat or whatever is the one that does it. That does seem like the thing where it's like those are the stunts that hurt you the most, like the ones that like, you don't think are going to be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she had to be in the hospital for a week. As a result, Michelle Yeoh made a conscious decision to kind of start slowing down a little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, her next couple of movies would mostly see her take on more dramatic roles, which means this could be the last of the traditionally bonkers 80s, 90s Hong Kong action movies that we see on the podcast this season, Mike. Well, this will for sure be the end of an era if it is the last one. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a sad end, I think, because this has been one of the most fun times we've had on the podcast in quite a while. It is time to talk 1994's Wonder 7. They came from across the border. Six men, one woman. The Phantom Seven. Starring Lee Ning, 10-time Olympic gold medalist. And Michelle Kahn, master of the martial arts. is a skilled expert their mission to keep peace and maintain stability in hong kong before 1997 a secret plot against hong kong they must expose it and they must not get caught by the police or by the underworld Seven, a powerful team trapped in the most deadly mission. Phantom Seven, 
Together, they are pure synergy. So, Wonder 7 is a movie about a group of highly trained government agents called the Wonder 7, uh, who get assigned to retrieve a bank card containing money that was stolen from Hong Kong. And Michelle Yeoh is actually not part of that group. <laughs> yeah, what a twist that was. I, I was genuinely worried for the first, like, 15 minutes. Like, is Michelle Yeoh in the... <laughs> Is this the right Wonder 7? I think I saw her name in the credits, but like, this is a little strange. She's not, she's not here yet. Uh, yeah, she is not part of that group. Rather, she is part of the gang who stole the money, at least for a while. Uh, she plays Ying, who switches sides due to a crisis of conscience and because of her attraction to Faye, who is also known as Jeffrey, at least on IMDb, but in our subtitle track, his name was Faye. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he's played by Ning Lee, uh, one of the Wonder Seven. Ning Lee uh, only really has a couple of other film roles. Uh, he's actually much better known as an Olympic gymnast at the time for China. You know, that makes a lot of sense with the amount of flips and stuff he's doing in this yep. movie. <laughs> there it is. Uh, also part of the Wonder Seven are Andy Hui as Superman. Uh, no relation to <laughs> DC's <laughs> Superman. I feel like we have to keep saying that for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, I've already had a Wonder Woman and an Invisible Girl in previous movies. Kent Cheng plays Nanny, uh, who is also uh, on IMDb. His name is Fatty. Uh, so again, different subtitle track, whatever. But in ours, it's Nanny. Uh, he was also the inspector in Easy Money, Mike. Did you recognize him? That's who that was. Yeah. yeah I was like, this guy's been in one of these movies. <laughs> uh, Jin Jin Zhang from Double Team plays Shaolin Monk. Uh, Vincent Lau plays Dragon. Hilary Swee plays Tiny Archer. And Roger Kwok plays Steel Bar. Also in the movie are Ho Chin as Soon, who ultimately becomes the main bad guy. Sean Kwan plays Chief, and he was also the president in Executioners, uh, in case you recognized mm. him. Uh, and Elvis Swee plays Coach, and he was also in Butterfly and sword he's the guy that uh, yo is assigned to kill in that movie the guy you think is the bad guy until the evil emperor becomes the bad guy <laughs> right 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 uh so yeah a couple of yo reunions uh, going on in this movie mike makes sense when you're cranking out movies this fast it's usually i assume it's gonna be a lot of the same people and yeah and in this small of a film industry too it's just hong kong being like one one city basically yeah uh yeah and speaking of reunions this movie was directed by Siu Tung Ching, who produced the heroic trio and co-directed Executioners. It was also written by Ching, along with Tan Chung and Elsa Tang, who also wrote Wing Chun. Look at that. Yeah. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. This is the culmination of everything we've been building towards in this podcast. <laughs> Natural evolution of the movies, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the movie was released in Hong Kong on April 1st, 1994. And if you were in the U.S., the big release opening up to number one that weekend was Major League Two. Fourth. Not not a what a picture, Mike. That's not not one of those for you. I don't think so. When you compare that to the, I mean, we didn't get to the top ten yet, but the top ten from last episode was pretty great. Sure, yeah. I mean, a, a few of those movies are still in the mix uh, this year okay. too. Uh, this in this weekend too. But uh, opening this weekend was Major League Two. Also opening that weekend was Clifford with Martin Short, <laughs> film Twitter darling Clifford. Sure, exactly. I've never seen that movie. Uh, I have not either. Uh, Thumbelina, the animated movie directed by Don Bluth, uh, came out this weekend. Uh, the House of the Spirits uh, with Winona Ryder. So in an alternate timeline, that's the movie we're talking about right now. That's right, yeah. Jimmy Hollywood with Joe Pesci, <laughs> and <laughs> which is a great name for a Joe Pesci movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically Joe Pesci's name. <laughs> right. And an extremely limited release opening this weekend, Guillermo del Toro's first movie, Kronos. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Uh, also in the top 10, D2, Mighty Ducks. It's back. There uh, it is. The Paper, The Naked Gun, 33 and a Third, The Final Insult, Schindler's List, Above the Rim, Four Weddings and a Funeral, and Guarding Tess with Nicolas Cage. That's mostly the same top 10, actually. Pretty much, yeah. I, I think only two of those ones that opened, or maybe three. I think it was Major League Two, Clifford, and Thumbelina all made the top 10, and everything else is like exactly the same. <laughs> Imagine a world where Clifford would make a top 10. Just because it's the opening weekend. That's crazy. We're, we're currently experiencing a weekend where like a new Steven Spielberg movie is like struggling to make $3 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For Clifford to make the top five uh, now would be pretty insane. The IMDb plot synopsis for Wonder 7 reads, Wonder 7, a secret group of well-trained government agents in China, has been assigned a case of a computer disc robbery. At first, everything seemed to go smooth when a disastrous national conspiracy unravels. Hell yeah. So, Mike, you uh, seem like you really like this movie, actually. I mean, just based on your uh, your Twitter account, uh, I saw you tweeted like, Wonder 7, baby! And it was like a picture of Michelle Yeoh looking yeah. awesome. And then you rated it four stars in Letterboxd. So, uh, yeah, you seem pretty hyped on this. What are your overall thoughts on Wonder yeah. 7? I just had, it was just what a del uh, so much fun. I don't know. It was it's, It was a nice return 
to the kind of movies that we were seeing uh, towards the beginning of this. You know, the the gu- girls with guns style movies. I thought uh, sure. after a couple movies of like um, period piece, wuja, uh, kung fu kind of stuff movies, and here we are just like full big guns action movie kind of mode. Um, so that was part of the hype, and then just it it checked a lot of the boxes for me from stuff that I've started. Uh, realizing I just enjoy when they happen, like announcing the names of the moves before you fight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just shit like that. Uh, A motorcycle gang of superhero spies. I'm in. Like, I don't know. That's They all ride dirt bikes for some reason. That's fun. And then it just turns into like the parallax view (laughs) for like 45 (laughs) minutes in the middle. (laughs) This is kind of about one of them being framed for an assassination and all this stuff. And ultimately ending with an elevator being used as a rocket to shoot down a helicopter. What more could you want in a movie? On top of that, Michelle Yeoh's in it and she's cool as fucking hell. She gets to do the kind of villain to hero turn that we've seen a few times before. And yeah, it was just it was just a fun. So I watched it with a few friends. I was like, yeah, it's a, you know, the next Michelle Yeoh movie I have to watch for the podcast. I don't really know anything about it. I think there's motorcycles and a hit play. And it and it opens with. A white work van door sliding open and like eight dudes with guns jump out. Yeah. And they're like, I think we've seen this one already. <laughs> That's like a I think lot we may of have seen it a few times. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Are you sure this is a different Michelle Yeoh movie? Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then we just, it just kept going from there and we just had a, I had a blast watching it. And uh, it's just crazy over the top violent action in a, in a fun modern gun action movie, you know, and that was, I had a, had a blast. Wonder seven. That's it. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I think you liked the movie more than I did. I liked it. I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I could not tell you anything about the plot of this movie <laughs> <laughs> or most of its characters or their motivations. Like I, I on a basic storytelling level, <laughs> I'm not sure this movie really works for me. And I'm saying that as somebody who like, was pretty able to follow a holy weapon. You know, right. like I <laughs> like That's I pieced, the bar. I pieced together holy weapon pretty good. This one I was like, I have no idea who anybody is or what they're doing in this. It's pretty straightforward. So what you see it now. <laughs> you pull out like a chart behind you, like yeah. <laughs> uh that said. The movie kind of gets by on just how cool it is. Like, it's a cool movie. Uh, And it's got enough, like, fun action to carry it along for, like, just long enough. And then you get to the climax. And that's where it really really sings. Like, the final 20 minutes of this movie are some of the most, like, bug nuts crazy shit we've seen this entire season. Yes. Uh, And we've seen a lot of, like, bug nuts crazy shit this season. We saw the opening scene of Holy Weapon. We've seen the, the last 30 minutes of Yes, Madam. We've seen... You know, uh, sea beams on the off the coast of whatever <laughs> attack beams of the Tannhauser Gates. You know, <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. Uh, we saw we saw the last ten minutes or twenty minutes of of, uh, of Super Cop. Like, yeah, absolutely. Sure. This is definitely definitely up there in the great climaxes we've seen so far this season. Yeah, the the entire climax is so cool and so insane and just like that kind of like Looney Tunes Hong Kong logic that I was just like, yeah, this all tracks. This is all yeah. great. Hi, like you said, they shoot an elevator out of the shaft like a gun into the helicopter. <laughs> Unbelievable. No notes. Uh, and really like some incredible stunt work happening here, too. I mean, that that sequence where uh, it's I think it's Faye fighting uh, coach. I, I yes. think on the on like the uh, the, the window cherry washer picker. thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like the cherry picker window. And they're like, you know, dozens of stories up in the air. And it looks like they're really up there. <laughs> I <spoiled>. Yes. <laughs> There's like no way that it wasn't. right, And they're yeah. like dangling from it and stuff. It's it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> For everything we've seen so far, like stunt wise, like behind the scenes, they had to just really be up there. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, maybe not as high as it is in the movie, like, as it seems in the movie, but, like, they were uh, pretty good. Like, it's yeah. really intense, uh, and it really feels like it's actually happening, which is crazy. Uh, so, yeah, that all, that final 20 minutes, like, really, like, saves the movie for me. Like, uh, this makes it all worth it. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. be, like I, I enjoyed a lot of other aspects of the movie, uh, and like you said, Michelle Yeoh is looking cool as hell in this. She's great. And, you know, the antics of the Wonder 7 are generally pretty fun. It's like the Lucky Stars, but without all the weird perverted stuff. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's exactly. <laughs> it's actually this, like exactly what I wish the Lucky Stars movie was. 
Yes, correct. 100%. Uh, so all their stuff is pretty fun and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I just had no idea what was happening the entire time. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, too. Um, well, I guess we'll get into it when we actually like, try to dissect the plot. But, like, I'm pretty sure the U.S. is the bad guy in this movie or one of them. So uh, so Michelle Yeoh mentions that she's going to go back to the U.S. at one point, right? And so yeah. it sounds like she's been to the U.S. before and she's going back at the end of the movie. Uh, other than that, I had no idea they were involved at all. How, how is the U.S.? One of guy? the guys that, uh, the not coach, chief maybe, one of the like the military guys that recruits the, uh, the Wonder 7 to like do this job to get the bank cards. In that scene at the like dock, he mentions that like, these weapons dealers have made a deal with the U.S. and have gotten all this money onto these bank cards, and they're going to store it in like a Swiss bank account or whatever. Okay, um, which is why they need to steal the like debit. It's like all over debit cards, which is really weird. <laughs> well, I think but, uh, I, I think it's on debit cards so that they can use it in that one scene where they throw it at the guy's head and it kills him. <laughs> Hundred guaranteed. Right? Somebody read a Gambit comic once and was like, "Make a movie." <laughs> Green light it, which, I mean. <laughs> which is more than Gamut ever got in real life. Like that's uh, Yeah, right? Remember that Channing Tatum movie that was supposed to happen forever? <laughs> God. And it was the other guy, too. Although I think oh, he actually, actually... Yeah, he actually did get to play Gambit in the, Wolver- in the Wolverine Origins movie. Taylor Kitsch. Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch. That's right. <laughs> yes. Bad Gambit. No good. <laughs> bad, <laughs> lousy, rotten. Bad Gambit. Wonder 7. Good movie. Good Gambit, too. Uh, yeah, so Michelle Yeoh is in this movie, uh, and I think we both agree she's pretty great, but what would you think of Michelle Yeoh in Wonder 7? Yes, she's wonderful in this, and she gets to play a pretty fun combination of, like, femme, femme fatale pretending to be damsel in distress sort of thing, but then also, like, romantic interest flirt fighting with sure. Faye all the time. How uh, many times do they fight in this movie? <laughs> I know, and then they, like, like giggle six. and run away. Yeah. This happens like six or seven times in the movie. Like they'll fight, they'll have like a flirty thing and they're like, and they go off to their separate corner. Yeah. Let me see you next time. Um, Which is wonderful. And they're meet cute, like at the dock where her scarf is like blowing away and he's like, I'll save it. And then he falls in the water instead. uh, Yeah. And then pranks her into thinking he drowned. So she dives in anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Really weird. Um, But anyway, uh, Michelle Yeoh is great in this and she's hot and cool and kicking ass. uh, And I guess almost paralyzing herself. I don't, I don't like that part of it. (laughs) Uh, yeah. I mean, if this was the role that like got her to stop making action movies for a little while, you know, what a role to go out on, you know, she's great in this. Uh, you know, she's awesome. Most of the, a lot of the movie is just her being a badass. She's wearing leather and sunglasses and riding motorcycles and getting into gunfights. You mentioned, uh, on Mike and Mike go to the movies, which, which we just recorded that, uh, nemesis, directed by Albert Pune is a movie where you're like, the Wachowski saw this and then made the matrix, didn't they? Uh, and I was watching this and I was like, the Wachowski saw this and then made the matrix. Didn't they? I was <laughs> absolutely going to bring this up that, uh, doing this season has made me, I don't want to say lose a little respect for the Wachowskis, <laughs> but it's one of those things where you're like, did you just take these movies and put white people in it? And now it's good. Like, you know, like it kind of <laughs> feels like that in a really weird way. Uh, and that's very reductive, obviously. And sure. Yeah. Being, being jokey about it, but like kind of, it feels like that a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's just, you know, them paying homage to the movies that they love yes, and this yeah, kind of, of stuff. And I mean, they went as far as hiring Yin Wu Ping to be the choreographer for the matrix, you know, but it, it does make you like, retroactively upset that Michelle Yeoh wasn't in the Matrix. <laughs> can you imagine? Imagine that movie? Oh my God. Yes, or at least one of the sequels. She, she can be one of the Zion people. Come on. <laughs> yeah, she could be sitting on the council at the, at the Zion place. Come on. That would be great. I mean, that that would be awesome. I mean, having Michelle Yeoh in a Wachowski's movie would probably be my dream. I think that would be like... <laughs> Yeah, like that. That would be the thing. Cause I, I love the Wachowski so much. As you know, I'm a huge, we're both big Matrix Resurrections fans. Yeah, uh, and I'm really curious to see what they do next. If anything, if they do something in the vein of the Matrix at some point, or who knows, maybe a Matrix Five. Probably not. Michelle Yeoh should be in it. I'm gonna put that gauntlet down there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of uh, like is what is Michelle Yeoh confirmed? No. What is she just? She was just confirmed in some like big ensemble cast thing, right? What was uh, that? She's in the Kenneth Branagh's next Hercule yes. Poirot movie. Is that what that you, was That's it. the one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's in that. She's in the new Transformers, right? That's coming out. Uh, <laughs> no, it was the Poirot thing because, yeah. because I was thinking about the person that plays Bugs in Matrix Resurrections. Oh, Jen- Jessica Henwick. She's in Glass Jessica Onion, Henwick. right? is in Glass Onion, and I saw stuff about, like, who would be your favorite, like, your ideal casting for Knives Out 3, and I was like, it's Michelle Yeoh, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Nicolas Cage, Jeff Goldblum, you know. 
<laughs> the big three. That's what we call it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I really wish Michelle Yeoh was in Knives Out 3 instead of Hercule Poirot 3. Yeah. <laughs> but is what it is. At least we'll have her in a murder mystery, right? <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Maybe she'll wear leather and sunglasses and ride a motorcycle and get in a gunfight. What if, what if the movie begins with Hercule Poirot being the one that dies and Michelle Yeoh is the detective that comes in? Whoa. That would actually be the greatest twist uh, of all. That, that would be perfect. <laughs> yes. Kenneth Farrow like, should kill himself out of his own franchise. <laughs> yeah, John Krasinski did it in A Quiet Place, so it, true, it true. could happen. Uh, I don't think he envisioned A Quiet Place as a franchise, though, so there's that. And long story short, this movie made me wish Michelle Yeoh was in The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> That's how cool it is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I also really liked her kind of romance with Faye, too. I think uh, what I liked about their dynamic, they're just, like, two people who are, like, into each other, but it's not, like, some great love. Love, you yeah. know, and I think because we've seen a lot of like that great love a few times now with like Butterfly and Sword and the Heroic Trio and Wing Chun. Like you have Michelle Yeoh in these relationships with like this is the person that I would like die for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we are we are we have been separated for so long and now we are one. This is just like oh, it's fl- a fun flirty kind of thing that probably won't lead anywhere. You know, I mean, it doesn't really lead anywhere. The movie ends with like her giving him like a peck on the cheek and her like driving away on a boat. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fucking cool Michelle Yeoh is. <laughs> she gets in a speedboat and drives out of the movie. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, she's terrific in this. Uh, how does this fit into the Yo roles that we've seen so far, Mike? Well, like I mentioned, it, it brought me back to those kind of the girls with guns movies like sure. Yes, Madam, uh, Righteous Warriors, um, that kind Royal of stuff. Warriors. Royal Warriors? I think, oh, you, I think you've said Righteous Warriors every time you've <laughs> I think I smash Royal and Magnificent in my head. And, and it, it becomes, becomes righteous. righteous. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Royal Warriors, which is real fun. So, yeah. I think that was it for, like, direct references that I could think of. Fair enough. I mean, I think her arc here is pretty similar to her arc in the Heroic Trio, uh, where yes, she is yeah. working against the group for the bad guys at first and then is working with them by the end. And it's also a team of seven people working together to take down bad guys in a largely incomprehensible plot. So, you know, holy weapon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Nobody turns into a sword in this one. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, that that's what this movie was really missing. <laughs> yeah, we're like one step below that, honestly. Yeah, yes, and but uh, that said, there is like light wuxia elements here. Yes. Uh, like it's definitely harkening back more to those like earlier crime films like Super Cop, Yes, Madam, and that kind of thing. There is like moments where it's just like, oh, Michelle Yeoh just like flew through the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's that scene where like I think it's like Faye has like the dragon at the festival, right? Like that yeah. kind of that long dragon thing. And uh, Michelle Yeoh is like chasing him and trying to get the card. And both of them like jump up in the air and they're just like kind of in the air for a while. Yeah. Well, he like straps into a wire like on a crane. This is like part of their escape plan. Yeah. Uh, but she just floats after him. Yes. So yeah, light wuxia elements, we'll say. Uh, sure, sure. And and then yeah, like like I said before, I think the the Wonder Seven kind of interplay and the constant roasting and infighting, very Lucky Stars esque, um, but a much better version of it because it's not them trying to spy on women the entire time. Yes, <laughs> correct. I don't think there's any uh, sexual assault in this movie, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not always a guarantee in your Hong Kong action movie. <laughs> no. Uh, but all right. So yeah, that's Wonder 7. Let's uh, run the movie down scene by scene. Let's get into it. And uh, you may have to help me with the plot here, Mike, because I, I really <laughs> could not follow most of this. Uh, but I did think this opening sequence was terrific. Cool so as hell. <laughs> starts with this uh, this robbery, right? This robbery. And like you said, white van, dudes come out with machine guns, rob a place. Uh, <laughs> and like we've seen in, I think, Yes, Madam and Royal Warriors and like in many other movies that we've, that we've watched yeah. so far. Uh, Super Cop 2. <laughs> yep, Super Cop 2. Uh, and so the criminals are in a getaway van. They're throwing grenades on the road. <laughs> Just a whole duffel bag full of grenades at once. <laughs> the huh? movie's like starting at 11, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're throwing grenades on the road. They're all exploding. So the cops can't uh, can't get to them. And they escape through this fence into Chinese territory. And I thought this is actually really interesting. Because you see you yeah. see this like kind of Chinese flag, right? And you go, they go they're going through a fence. And uh, the Hong Kong police are like, oh, no, they're out of our jurisdiction now. And one of them's like, see you in 1997, bitches, or whatever. Which fuck, that was incredible yeah yeah and which was like you know 97 is when hong kong became part of china right rather than being a british colony so i I like that like okay as as part of the hong kong history that we're learning through this podcast uh it seems like they knew like you know a few years ahead of time like there was like plans in motion for that to happen uh and this guy was like see you in 97 like that's just a cool like kind of dig at that it was kind of what a sick burn (laughs) (laughs) but then yes but then the wonder seven 
are watching on their motorcycles and uh, they they don't have any like jurisdiction. They ju- they're vigilantes. They do what they please, right? Or they're government <laughs> operatives or whatever. Uh, yeah, they're like special forces, secret agent, just kind of the Wonder Seven. I don't really. I, I was trying to figure out like what they were in relation to the government, and the best I could come up with was like the later Fast and Furious movies, where they're just like. <laughs> Yeah. They're ju- they, they're just like spies now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the chief that scene uh, where he like gives them the mission like has like a throwaway like thank God we invented that Wonder Seven designation, you know, right. like, just some random bullshit. <laughs> Uh, but the Wonder Seven are watching these robbers get away. They're on their motorcycles over the horizon, and they jump the fence. Uh, yes. And when they do, uh, Nanny's, a.k.a. Fatty, his bike breaks as he lands. Like, oh, man, too fat, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and they're going in, and they just capture all the robbers in hilarious ways. One of my friends that I was watching it with was like, so do we know anybody's name yet? <laughs> like, as all of this action is happening? Yeah. And I was like, no, we don't. Um, but then... The Wonder Seven, as they each capture their man, one announced their special move, yep. basically, like dragon kick and like all this stuff, uh, and then say their names, uh, which is, it's like a Power Rangers intro. <laughs> like, it's the yeah. coolest shit ever. And then, yeah, they all tie them up, and they are tied to grenades at the at, like at the end of all this fight, uh, fighting and stuff, to the point where, like, the, the Hong Kong army is like, oh, man, don't touch, like, who did this? Like, yes. they don't even know about the Wonder Seven. <laughs> um, so it's real weird at that point, but... It's cool, cool action scenes. Yeah, yeah, great action sequence. I mean, yeah, they're capturing all the robbers. I think Superman lassos one uh, among yeah. like, these pigs that are on this farm that they're on. Tiny Archer puts an arrow through a leg. Nanny fights a guy with a sandwich. Uh, yeah, classic. <laughs> you know? uh, somebody does like a spin jump on their motorcycle through like these geese uh, yeah. that's happening. Uh, Faye throws a hammer at a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which he makes it look like that'll be like his signature thing. He never yeah, does it again. He never does it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that would be a great signature move. It's like, I'm going to throw hammers at people. Yeah. I mean, it's it's effective. Uh, and yeah, the robbers are captured. They they keep him in there with the grenades. And then the opening credits start happening. And it's like, okay, that, that's a great cold open. I am in on Wonder 7. <laughs> Sign me up. We're at four stars already. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I don't know anything that happened after this. <laughs> <laughs> and then 45 minutes go by. Exactly. And then it's the big fight scene at the end. <laughs> uh, my mind just like, kind of blurred out for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we after the opening credits, we see the Wonder 7 back on their boats. They live on a boat, I guess. This and is they- like the ideal friend situation, if you think about it. We're all just <laughs> drinking on houseboats. <laughs> you said that about the Bandit Cave last week, Mike. <laughs> I don't Look, I'm just trying to have Hang out with the boys, okay? <laughs> Houseboats are for the boys. I want to throw fruit at my boys until they fall into the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Um, yeah, so they're on the boat. The shenanigans are ensuing. They're throwing fruit at Superman, uh, and, like, they knock him into the water. And then they all just jump in the water, and they're all having a good time. And then they're all eating dinner. They're, like, doing, like, a riddle game, like, just kind of, like, you know, chilling. And then Colonel Yim arrives. Yes. This is the guy that gives them all the backstory. <laughs> yes. He arrives to recruit the Wonder Seven uh, and gives them like kind of the backstory of the expedition. Like, OK, here's your mission. Uh, there's this guy named Young. We need to arrest Young because he has stolen these bank cards. And these bank cards are good for a bank in Switzerland that is currently housing one hundred and twenty million dollars worth of diamonds that were stolen from Hong Kong. Dragon's mom has been found. Also that. Uh, also that. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, he's so retiring he, now. Yeah. He's like, okay, Dragon, you will retire soon because we found your mom. And it's like, oh, I, I'm not an orphan anymore. Wow. And so it's, I guess, like, I guess the Wonder Seven are all orphans, maybe. Yeah. They sort of say that because they do call each other like brother and sister a bunch. Uh, right. And it's just. Uh, maybe our subtitle track isn't fully fleshed out. You That's know? <laughs> also definitely possible, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Watching it, it kind of felt like it wasn't fully fleshed out. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was like good enough where I was like able to follow. I Maybe not even good enough because I couldn't follow most of what was happening. But <laughs> You get the bullet points. <laughs> I got the bullet points, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they found Dragon Vom. He's going to retire soon. And now we finally see Michelle Yeoh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's really just the dragon's mom thing is definitely just to have the like, he was one day away from retirement right. plot line. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you ever see his mom on screen. Like there's he no, never leaves. He doesn't retire. <laughs> that's oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess he doesn't. He's oh, well, he's just injured really badly. So he, he's, yeah. not, he's not like part of the final fight. I don't think is he? Or no, no, he uh, is. He, no, he is. He's captured. Yeah. yeah. He's in the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> captured. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So yeah, the next day we see Michelle Yeoh. 
Uh, or it's, it's that night, I guess. And she uh, meets Faye. They have their meet cute moment, right? And yes. she's like on the docks and Yo like loses her shawl and Faye jumps in to get it and he fakes drowning. So she comes in to save him. But of course, he's just joking around. They're just having a good time. Yeah. And she's like, not mad that this guy did that to her. I'd right. be so mad. <laughs> I'm wet now. What happened? <laughs> I'm wet now. You made me scared you were dying. Um, I broke my spine for this. For this bullshit? Yeah, I wonder which moment it is. Because she falls in a couple times, like at the houseboat and stuff. Everybody falls into the water all the time in this movie. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does fall in a couple times. I think it's specifically where she like falls in and in this one she jumps in oh okay Got right it. so i think it might be a little uh, it might be a little bit later the next day like Faye and yo part ways right and so the next mm-hmm. day they are at this festival where this gang is supposed to be meeting where this i, I think this guy young uh is supposed to be with the bank card and so the wonder seven are supposed to stop him they're kind of like scoping out the crowd and they're like oh these two guys are in suits that looks suspicious oh okay it's not them uh you know that kind of thing right yeah as the main guy uh that they're tracking walks past those two guys in the suits. They like reach into their jackets and they're like, oh, that's them. And then they like pull out magazines or whatever, you know, it's like stuff like goofy stuff like that. Um, And then Michelle Yeoh is also in the crowd beating him. I don't really remember what's exactly going on, but then he just gets shanked. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there, Yo is at the crowd, and yeah, she's meeting Young, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and Young, some guy kills Young. We don't, I don't think we know who I think it's, is it Sun? It's Sun, yeah. Okay, it's I guess it's always Sun. Sun kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, he's the bad guy. Isn't he it? he is the bad guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a little confusing because there's a he's Sun. Then there's another guy in the gang whose name is Sun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then Sun kills Sun later in the movie. But yeah, so Sun kills Young. How does Coach fit into all this too? He kind of just shows up. And he's like, I trained you, Faye. How could you fail at this mission, basically, yeah. after everything's gone wrong? Right, because he's, like, fighting them in the final, in the climax. Yeah. But I thought he was on their side. <laughs> I, he seems to have been a villain, because he shows up. He's the <laughs> army guy that is trying to capture Faye after Faye has been framed for the assassination. Okay. So he tells him, like, because I trained you, I'll give you 48 hours to solve this. Otherwise, I'm arresting you. And that's why he's also there at the end to arrest them and everything. Okay. It's all all coming together now. (laughs) Try and keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, that detail, like escaped me and so now it's like okay a lot of the movies like clicking into place in my head. <laughs> it actually is pretty straightforward now. Uh, <laughs> i mean sort of i guess so the guy kills yun Faye, i think catches the bank card in like the dragon floats mouth yes uh, yeah, like and, sticks into it yeah. yeah and so he's running with it uh and yo is running after him they're dropping banners and all of the uh gang members that are chasing them right yeah it's pretty funny because he because Faye is at the head of the dragon uh float thing yes uh and there's just like all these other people behind him that don't seem to be in on it and don't know what's going on so he just starts running and now he's just running through the street yeah and it's like one step below the blues brothers like all the police going hup, 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 hup. like that's basically <laughs> what's happening because they're all still trying to do the dragon dance, uh, but while sprinting behind Faye. Uh, and eventually they like tear off and he's by himself with just the head and, and yeah, he straps into the crane at the end and then yep. Michelle Yeoh just kind of floats after him yeah, and she, they fight up there. For they some fight reason. in the air and she eventually gets like knocked back to a rooftop and he flies away or whatever he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but then, yeah, so later on, Yo, Yo basically goes to the boat later because she knows where Faye is because I think everybody knows where they like the Wonder 7 hang out at. It seems like everybody's like just going to the docks and hanging out there. Yeah. Uh, it, it really felt like they had like three locations to shoot at. One of them was the docks and one of them was the building. <laughs> Pretty in. much, yeah. And one of them was the big field like, uh, where a lot of stuff happens. Uh, so Yo arrives in the boat later and uh, shoots at Faye. And she like shoots at him and they fight again. But like sexily. <laughs> yeah, sexily shoots at Faye. <laughs> and they fight one more time and they both get knocked into the water. I think she gets knocked in and then Faye jumps in after her. Uh, and she tells him that she wants the card back. Because he's using a last... A lasso. Yeah, which I, like which I guess I guess that's a signature move, right? I thought it was Superman that used the lasso first. Maybe it was him. No, I don't know. He's the, I don't know, who knows? But yeah, he's <laughs> using the whip or lasso uh, and like making her point her gun at different places, shooting it and like kind of tripping her up and stuff. But like all while flirting, it's very strange and sexy. Um, yeah. After that, after, um, I think she's out of bullets, right? And he's, they both end up in the water. And she's just like, well, until next time, and gets out of the water and is like, see you at 1 p.m. And just yeah. like walks away. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so she's out. And then uh, I think it's the next day or whatever it is. Uh, the Wonder 7 is infiltrating this warehouse that the gang is supposed to be at, right? 
Yes. Okay. And the chief is there with them, and there's a sniper that the gang has, and he shoots the chief. Oh yeah, no, they're at um, the chief is at a like a sports arena thing. Okay. And he shoots him, and then shoots uh, Dragon. That's right. It's Dragon. Yes. Yeah, so ends yeah. up almost dead. Basically. Right. Yeah. Dra- Dragon gets like severely injured, and the bank card gets lost here. And then uh, Faye is outside and runs into you see what's going on he hears the gunshots and he runs in the sniper has like pulled dragon up into the stands and like throws him against a uh, flag a chinese flag yeah and Dra- uh Faye doesn't know that it's dragon so he like shoots the silhouette through the flag right so all everybody anybody knows is that Faye ha- has shot dragon and the chief and lost the bank card so that's how he ends up being framed <laughs> for okay. all of this yes yeah it's all it's all coming together man it's, it's all <laughs> it's the paralyzed view. uh and so yeah so Faye is uh is is being framed and uh he is arrested he's like going to jail uh the wonder seven use c4 on a truck to break him out uh yeah. right they break him out of the armored truck and it's like we gotta get going and Faye at first is like no i'm going to serve my sentence uh and they're like but we already blew up the truck and he's like okay let's go <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love that because there's a scene at the hospital before that where like Dragon is like might not might not live. And he, that's where Faye is like, it's OK. Like, I'll go with the police. I understand what what's happened. And then it's a pretty incredible sequence where they break him out of this container. And yeah, he's like, no, you you've, you shouldn't have done this. And they're like, well, we kind of already killed some guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. And he's like, well, OK. And he just like gets up and runs out with them. Right. Uh, Delightful. Yes. And then they go back to the hospital. Meanwhile, uh, Michelle Yeoh and Sun are also going to the hospital. Sun is killing people left and right. Uh, yeah. Just this like, is one of my favorite sequences, too. Is it? Like, he, he kills, like, a couple of nurses and, like, people that are just working in the hospital to get to Dragon, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, dressed as a doctor with the surgical mask, and he's just, yeah. like, it's like something out of Hitman. Like, he's just walking around with a silenced <laughs> pistol, blowing right. people away, dressed as a doctor. Yep. Well, also, Michelle Yeoh is there with a different person. And then the Wonder Seven show up and they like kind of all converge at the same time on Dragon's yep. room. Yeah. It's cool. And, and so huge fight breaks out in the hospital. The Wonder Seven are fighting the gang again. Uh, Michelle Yeoh escapes and the Wonder Seven steal Dragon back. Yeah. Faye can't bring himself to kill her. He like pins her. He th- he's using throwing knives now. Yes. Uh, and he like pins her sleeve to the wall. But, right. Like, won't make that second throw to kill her. Yeah. And she won't shoot him. So like they kind of just let each other go. The point breaks, the shoot your gun yeah. in the air kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, now we have a, here's what I have written down. <laughs> you can clarify this because it's probably more related to coach being involved and stuff. I, I said, coach also has a gang that's fighting Sun's gang. And then I had cool guys. Don't look at explosions. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely know what the cool guys don't look at because I that way they blow up the houseboat is yes. that scene. But yeah, there's a scene, and I don't remember the full context or thing, but the just the bullet points is it's soon in yo, and it's soon basically saying like, well, I'm gonna be in charge now because it's all going wrong, and yo is saying like, you're just killing people, like what are you doing? Right. Um, with like a fallout from the hospital, and Faye is also there, I think like spying on them, and he gets yeah. he gets caught. And Yo helps him escape from from her own gang. Right. And they're running into like the wilderness. And then like the army shows up. And that's Coach with the Hong Kong army to arrest Faye for the assassination because he's just broken out of jail. Yes. <laughs> um, and this sequence is awesome. So yeah, Yo yeah. Yo has helped him escape. Sun has seen this. So Sun is on to Yo now. Uh, but yeah, Faye and Coach have this like knife fight in the woods. This is like a machete duel. It's the yeah. coolest shit. It rules. <laughs> It's very cool. It's a great sequence. And then Yo eventually stops Coach at gunpoint. She holds a gun to his head and has him let them go. And that's and that's I think when he gives him the forty eight hours to yeah. to escape. Yeah, and it's yeah that he trained Faye and, and she's like, well, I've got new moves to teach him or something like that. Uh, yeah, because she's got a couple like incredible zingers in here. Uh, sure. There's one about the wed- like a wedding ring later on, which is wonderful. Um, so Coach agrees. You've got forty eight hours to get these bank cards back. Or you're going to jail, basically. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Faye and Yo, they part ways. Uh, Faye does like a goofy little jump. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, like, heels together. You still got to teach me a thing or whatever. And like, you know, walks away. And then he's back at the houseboat or wherever the Wonder Seven is now. And uh, Dragon wakes up. Dragon's alive. And uh, yeah. he reveals that he hid the card in uh, row H number 53 of wherever they were before. <laughs> Yeah, at the like sports arena, like yes. underneath the, the chair. Mm. Yeah, and they, and they've gone to like I think maybe Shaolin Monk's temple. 
Because one of the guys in Dragon okay. Seven, Wonder Seven, or they're at like a temple with healers and stuff to take care of Dragon, but one of them sells him out, which is like a what a twist, what yes. a burn. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I didn't even notice that either. Yeah, he just picks up a phone call. I don't remember exactly who he calls, but he's like, the Wonder Seven are here. And they're like, ha! Right. Uh, one of those things. Right, right, right. Okay. So yeah, they, but he reveals he had the card. So I guess he calls Sun or calls like the gang or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but this is when Sun, or maybe he t- calls Sun. And this is when Sun kills Sun. <laughs> it might be, yeah. I, I think, and so Sun kills Sun uh, and says, "I'm boss now." And <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's that. And then there's a motorcycle standoff between the Wonder Seven and Sun's gang. Uh, so this is this is a great sequence. So there's this, in the like junkyard or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so they're all fighting. It's this huge big gunfight on motorcycles. It's awesome. And Superman dies. Yeah, they just fucking crush that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, look, so Soon blows up some cars and they all fall because they're in a junkyard and yes. crush Superman. And then there's what's supposed to be, I think, a very like heartfelt like funeral <laughs> scene. This is the what most is- insane thing I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever And it's like really slow, like lamentful music playing, like a really heartfelt ballad about like friends and times lost and all this shit. Yeah, and we're, we're seeing flashbacks they, to all the good times that they had with Superman. And it's stuff that's not even in the movie, which is yeah. very funny also. But what they've done is <laughs> <laughs> they've taken Superman's dirt bike and put dynamite or C4 or something on it. Yep. And then they've put his dead body, which is just the they're carrying the actor yes. <laughs> onto the uh, dirt bike as there's this ballad and their flashbacks. And we keep cutting back to them on the dirt bike <laughs> and uh, are just riding it. I've like tied the engine at like full rev, full tied the throttle yep. and put him on it, propped him up and put, I think, a sheet over him and just let him go. <laughs> he drives <laughs> off a cliff and Faye blows it up with like a remote thing. Yes. And it's. One of the funniest things I've ever it's seen. The greatest movie. Viking funeral I've ever seen. <laughs> I told my friend, forget forget like a funeral. This is what I want you guys to do when I, <laughs> if I die. Just strap my corpse to a motorcycle and let it go. <laughs> let it go. And, and then it explode in midair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's like all this paper and stuff. Flo- oh, oh, man. My God. It's nuts. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Even the funeral is on 11 in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's how they pay tribute to Superman. I don't think he ever gets mentioned ever again. <laughs> Never again. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Sun is like, you know, leading his gang and he uh, holds out a wedding ring and says like, oh, here's my next plan. And he like puts it on Yo's finger. And uh, you said she has kind of zinger about the wedding ring. What was it? I think it's actually later in the movie um, okay. when she's on top of the elevator in like the big climax scene or cl- sequence or whatever. And I forget exactly what Soon says, but he says something about like, you rejected my ring or whatever. And she's like, yeah, keep it. You can wear it at your burial. And then it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> can you just start a sort of big gunfight? <laughs> it's like, that's the coolest thing anyone's ever said in a movie. That's fair. Yeah. That's keep very your, good. Keep your wedding ring, wear it at your burial. And then just starts blasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has this like proposal of marriage to Yo. He's clear he's actually on to her and he has the gang watching her every move. And, you know, we're, we're working up towards the big, big team switch. Basically. Yes. Yeah, it's basically happening right now. So Michelle Yo goes to warn the Wonder Seven. Uh, Soon is on to them. Uh, and she tries to keep Faye from going to the meeting that has been arranged. And I don't really remember <clears throat> exactly how they end up at this like abandoned office building. They simply do. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they go to the docks first. Uh, okay, yeah, so you're right. This yeah. happens first. And uh, yeah, I think Faye meets with Sun's gang because Faye is like pretending he has the card. Uh, but then Sun's gang starts shooting and like, they, like they're shooting at where they think Faye is, but it's a dummy that he's set up. Yeah. Uh, and so Faye does like a front flip in and just starts fighting people. And then uh, the Wonder Seven also jump in, which he, didn't, right. which he didn't think they were going to do. He was like, this is my fight. I'll do this alone. And the Wonder Seven all help out because they're all pals. They're all pals. Yeah, they're not supposed to be there. That's right. I forgot. But yeah, so they, they have this big fight with uh, Sun's gang. And then the next day, the Wonder Seven are rolling. They're, you know, driving down the street with their motorcycles. And uh, Michelle Yeoh is in the middle of the street with her with her chopper. Yeah. She's like, all right, I'm here, guys. <laughs> She's part of the gang. Yes. And it's really the Wonder Five plus Yo at this point, right? Because Superman's dead and Dragon's incapacitated. 
And has he been kidnapped? I don't remember because he ends up being prisoner with them. Yeah, I I don't remember when he gets kidnapped, but he gets kidnapped at some point. <laughs> All right, we'll gloss over that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they, they go to this office building, which I guess is where the gang is hiding out. Yeah, it's like right? part of the exchange. They're going to give the card to Soon to get Dragon back. Right. Well, I, Soon, I think, has the card when they get there. No, because Faye throws it in his head. No, that's, well, not, that's, not, that's, that's not how Soon does. Uh, that's not how Soon does. I, I think right. maybe that guy, yeah, I, I think Soon has the car when they arrive because he's like waving it at them. Yes, you're right. Uh, you're so right, I think right. because he's kidnapped Dragon, he's been able to figure out where the card is or whatever right. it is. So he has the card and then dozens of gang members emerge from the three elevators behind him. Like yes. way, way more than should be able to fit in those elevators. Way more. Uh, which is pretty great. And this huge gunfight happens uh, with them all on motorcycles uh, shooting and at the same time. Uh, and Michelle, at one point does this incredible move where her cycle catches fire so she jumps onto Faye's cycle and is like on it sideways and fires her gun like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah uh, rules so good and they're all in black leather and sunglasses and it's basically the office scene of the Matrix <laughs> oh absolutely yeah but yeah. with motorcycles but with motorcycles yeah I think you're right that 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 soon has the card now because he definitely gets in the elevator and is like ha, 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 like does the thing and like yeah puts them in his pocket and then yeah they just blow away all these henchmen and one of my friends mentioned too that was just pretty funny He's like, imagine HR meeting. We're like, okay, we're promoting all you guys up to henchmen because the <laughs> other fifty dudes have died yesterday, um, and they still keep agreeing to it. Like, yeah. like, like what? I, I mean, you can say that about most evil organizations and movies and TV shows and stuff, but yes, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and there's like a quiet moment here where Faye is talking to Yo, and she's like. I think I'm going to go back to the U.S. after all this is over if we survive, that that kind of thing, right? Um, and then they have a great moment because they all split up. Like, they're like, okay, Nanny, you take these floors, whatever, and mm. they all split up. Uh, and it's Faye and Yo are going up to whatever floor. They're, like, in the elevator. They have this quiet moment. And then, of course, like, the elevator door dings, and it's just henchmen, and they just light, light up the elevator, and it's, em- it's empty. Where'd they go? What yep. happened? Uh, and then they just drop down from the like emergency hatch in the top of the elevator and kill them all. It's fucking coolish. Every time something happens, you're like, this is the coolest thing. Yep. Okay, this is the coolest thing. Exactly. Yeah. Just and my note was just elevator gunfight. Like that was <laughs> all I wrote down. Uh, so, yeah, after this. Uh, so, yeah, they captured Dragon and Yo and Faye get up to the floor that they're at. Uh, they're trying to do the same move they just did with, in the gunfight where they drop down. Yeah. Um, but. Soon's a little too smart for that one. He knows they're there, and he's like, ah, yeah, d- you get down here. I have your friend. And that's when the you know fight breaks out with uh, Sun and the other gang members, and at some point, they recover the bank card, and they throw it at a guy's head, and it like goes into his forehead and kills him, basically. <laughs> yeah, and then as he's like standing there stunned, just like all of the wondrous, Wonder Seven are standing around him in a circle and just all shoot him. Yeah, they're like, all shooting him at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like machine guns. It's like the Don't Stop Me Now scene in Shaun of the Dead, but with machine guns. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, everybody shoots this one guy. uh, And then Coach shows up. Yes. So Coach is coming. And now we have this insane stunt where Coach is fighting Faye, pulls Faye into the air on this, like, window washer, cherry picker type thing, right? Yeah. And like we said before, it looks like they were actually doing this. It looks like it, yeah. Uh, it's pretty insane. Uh, and like I said, I was not able to figure out to do any research about whether they actually did or not uh, because this movie does not have like a huge like – like, you know, there's an IMDb page, but there's no Wikipedia page for this movie. There's no like it's, – it's relatively obscure. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, but they're up in the air on this cherry picker and they're fighting each other. And at one point, Coach is like dangling from it and all this stuff. Uh, and I think at some point, like – Faye like saves coach's life. He's like holding on to him as coach is falling from the window washer thing. And mm-hmm. then soon arrives and he has yeah. his gun and he has a gun on them and he takes the card back from uh, Faye. It's like in Faye's jacket. And then Michelle Yeoh shows up and she puts a gun on soon. <laughs> Not before soon has shot Faye in the arm. <laughs> so now he's like barely holding on to coach. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. He shoots Faye and then he and Michelle Yeoh shoot each other. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I was pre- Honestly, kind of nervous that Michelle Yeoh was going to die in this movie. Yeah, I, I really thought that she might have actually uh, in this scene. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, they both shoot each other. But so and so soon, like takes Yo and runs out of there while Faye and Coach are still dangling. Faye gets the strength and pulls Coach up and gets him under the roof. Uh, and then Coach is like, "We got to stop my men from blowing up the building." <laughs> <laughs> right? I forgot about that. And it's like, why were they doing that? 
Vidal called him in 20 minutes or it's two it's like, minutes. It's like 90 seconds or whatever that he has to call them. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, they event, they're able to call their men and get the building to stop from blowing up, which is good, I guess. Faye, like, jumps out, gets them to stop. He finds Sun and Michelle Yeoh in the helicopter. There's, like, a spot in the building where the roof opens up and the helicopter can emerge. Um, but the helicopter is going. Like, it's on. And all the, yeah. the blades are spinning. And so Faye is dodging the helicopter blades. Uh, at some point, like, jumps onto the roof for the helicopter punches through the glass and eventually like his back gets hit by a blade like a blade like slices his back <laughs> yeah and he like goes flying yes he goes flying and then he gets run over by the helicopter a couple of times <laughs> yeah he like bumps him with it yeah uh which is looked pretty painful i gotta say um so yeah he's getting run over by the copter and the helicopter like gets out of there uh and yeah or he gets bumped by the copter and knocked into the elevator into the elevator yeah and gets sent like crashing down like the elevator's not stopping it's just like going like straight down and it's like a hundred floors like he's gonna die if it lands uh and the helicopter meanwhile is about to fly away the re- the rest of the one to seven realize that he's in the elevator they i think Annie like sets off an explosion in the elevator shaft, which then makes the elevator shoot out the top of the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like reverse the direction it's going still going incredibly fast. Uh, and you're watching like the explosion, like just explode every part of the elevator shaft on the way up to <laughs> yeah, every floor it gets to. Yeah. It's really cool. It's great. Uh, and so the elevator shoots out the top of the building and just careens right into the helicopter. <laughs> Like a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, unbelievable. Like like we said, this last like 20 minutes of the movie is just like, ugh, so good. Yeah. And even the, the sequence of them trying to stop Coach's men is very intense because they're like on the radio. Coach's radio got shot or something, yeah. so he can't reach his men. Wonder 7, like sprinting down the staircase, like whoever can get there first to the bottom. Uh, and one of them, like, I think jumps out like the third or se- second or third story window is like how he gets there in time yeah uh with their own radio to like talk to coach and nanny has a pretty funny line he's like you couldn't jump from a higher window this is a long run or whatever (laughs) um which is good and then yeah they fucking shoot the helicopter down with the elevator yep and that's not over no now they're like stuck on a crane or something like that so the the copter comes like kind of crashing down and yeah now it's like dangling from the building uh, like from this crane that's like right by the building. And at this point, I couldn't tell you what happened because I was too, I was freaking out too much from the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the elevator shaft getting shot out the building <laughs> and hitting yeah. the helicopter. So I, I actually couldn't tell you uh, how Faye and Yo escape, <laughs> like <laughs> how they get out of there. Uh, yeah. I know, I think the helicopter falls off the crane, right? Yeah. So they are stuck in there or the door opens to the elevator, obviously, because it just got exploded and Faye crawls out. And it's like the the crane is slowly bending, so like the ele- the the copter is like slowly sliding off of it. So it's very tense. And then he crawls over the wreckage and finds Michelle Yeoh, who's like barely dangling, still inside, and helps her climb back up. And uh, they see uh, Sun, who has a like rebar or whatever through his chest, so he's like pinned into the actual body of the wreckage of the helicopter and can't get out. And there's like a little bit of a tender moment where like he reaches for Michelle Yeoh and she starts to reach for him and she like might regret what's going on. But then it just like creaks a little bit and she just runs back to Faye and um, (laughs) her and Faye crawl out onto the crane as the helicopter slides off of it. So the helicopter crashes to the street with Faye pinned into it or not Faye, Faye, uh, soon, soon, pinned pinned into the helicopter and then it just explodes on the street <laughs> i mean naturally how could it not of course uh yeah i so i i definitely saw all of that but yeah. my mind was too fried from <laughs> the insane thing that i just saw <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i could i couldn't like retain that uh it's wild um yeah so Faye and yo get out okay we get like our little one minute epilogue and then the movie ends but uh fucking classic yeah so basically we're at some time later the wonder seven offer yo a job they offer her like hey can you would you want to be part of our team uh, and she's like that's nice maybe i will later but i'm going to the u.s right now yeah uh, and so she leaves to go to the u.s Faye sees her off she kisses him on the cheek and she gives him the bank cards and then he's like, oh, the bank guards. And they're like, go after her. And so she rides off on her boat and he kind of follows along on his motorcycle on the shore. Um, and there's one scene, like a shot right before that, where it's like her, she drives away in the boat and then he realizes he's got the bank cards and he's like, ha she does want me, you know? And, uh, and then it just cuts to him on his motorcycle and you see just like the water spray everywhere. And my one friend was like, there's no way. And he thought it 
it was going to be. I really thought this too. <laughs> yeah. It was going to be him on the water. But then, of course, it it flips around to show you that he's driving on the shore of the beach. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, freeze frame, credits roll, end of movie. Movie's over. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and that is Wonder 7, a movie that, uh, you know, I thought was fairly difficult to follow, but the action really makes up for it. The, like, the climax especially is just so good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and uh, it sounds like you were a big fan, Mike. Yeah, big fan. Had a lot of fun. Uh, super stylish. And, you know, I guess pretty underseen, uh, or at least here in the States, if there's not, not even a Wikipedia page yet, that's usually a pretty good measure of uh, sure. notoriety. So, yeah, very excited to have discovered this and had a blast with it. And I'll be sad if this becomes the last big action movie of this style uh, that we see for a while. I mean, I guess sure. we get a Bond movie, but that's Hollywood. Yeah, so. very different. Of course, it's Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon and stuff, but that's yeah. obviously more, like, I would say it's uh, there's action sequences, but it's more of a romance, uh, you know. <laughs> it's more about the magic of movies. <laughs> it was the Fablements of its time. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, yeah. No, this is a pretty underseen one, uh, like we said. I mean, it's no Wikipedia page. Uh, if you go to Letterboxd, uh, I think there's like 30 reviews of it, something like that. Like, it's a wow. pretty small amount. So, uh, But we do have some Letterboxd reviews, Mike. What do the people have to say? Let's see what the people have to say about this one. Here's a three-star review from More Badass. Wonder 7 answers that age-old question of, what if 90s wuxia but police story? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Ching Siutung, uh, transplants his distinctive frenetic creativity from martial world heroes to dirt bike vigilantes, guns, and other modern day mayhem. Story-wise, this is pretty flat and uninspired, only gaining a spark of life when Michelle Yeoh is on screen, which is a decent amount. It's Siutung's era shift of wuxia elements, calling out special attacks, but now with bikes and grenades. <laughs> a, li- a lion dance and wire foo among midday traffic, bending physics to pull off high-flying vehicular stunts and shootouts that maintains attention. The finale rampages through a skyscraper up an elevator shaft before bringing in a helicopter for good measure (laughs) (laughs) calling out special attacks but with handguns and grenades (laughs) i'm in there you go uh here's a three and a half star review from thor i don't think it's the same thor no Uh, (laughs) no relation (laughs) this is chris hemsworth's fake letterbox account actually this is his burner account (laughs) yeah this reminded me of my late teens when i had a little crush on michelle yo and it looks like i might still have one (laughs) Here's a review with no rating from George DCC. It contains one of the most brilliant versions of a Viking funeral here. (laughs) Strapping a corpse to a motorbike and then blowing it up as it goes hurtling off a cliff, all while a sad Jackie Chung song plays. All this builds to the big final showdown, which is kicked off by the villain doing a drum solo in the parking lot. (laughs) Oh my God, I forgot about that. Uh, So much happens in this movie that we did not mention that. But yes, the villain uh, does a drum solo in the parking lot because... Why not? Our characters are all dressed in leather and sunglasses and headsets, storming an office block and a hail of bullets. I imagine the Wachowskis watched this before making The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, I can see the other reviews here are relatively unimpressed with this, but I thought it was great fun. I'm with this guy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, here's a three and a half star review from Will Jones. The guy who made Chinese Ghost Story asks himself, can I do the same thing, but with guys on dirt bikes instead of Chinese folklore? <laughs> the answer is mostly yes. Michelle Yeoh remains the coolest woman on the planet, and the final 20 minutes are masterful. The male lead is an Olympic gymnast in one of his only three film roles, only the second Hong Kong action film I've seen where the bad guy does a drum solo before the final <laughs> battle. <laughs> I really can't believe we forgot about that detail. Yes, I love that it's the second action film he's seen where the bad guy yeah what's the other one gotta know what the other one is uh here's a two and a half star review from uh emery laser wolf this is the last one i estimate i've seen around 550 hong kong movies i couldn't make head nor tails out of this one (laughs) (laughs) on the titular team question mark uh i could only tell kent chang and hillary sui apart michelle yo was there and she doesn't like the team at first but then she does someone threw cocaine off the roof of a building (laughs) (laughs) yeah how about that too Uh, lots of cool stunts but i don't know why most of them happened (laughs) everybody seems really concerned about these credit cards wait are they cops (laughs) (laughs) and there you go i feel like that's how i reacted to (laughs) to under seven I don't know why that one uh, got me so much. Yeah. I mean, I can't refute any of that. Just that I liked it. (laughs) Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it it is a fun time. Uh, And again, all, all worth it for that climax. It is real terrific.
What a, what a journey we've already been on, you know, with the, with this season. Yeah, I mean, we're 15 movies deep. We've had a lot of great movies. I feel like we've the only one we've like kind of disliked was Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars, and even that one has like two or three great action sequences in it. I do I do miss the Sammo Hung days a little bit, you know. Yeah, I, I think I believe there might be a Sammo Hung movie coming up in the somewhat near future. I'm not sure nice. if he directed it, but I think he's in it. Okay. Um, so, and I'm blanking on what it is, uh, or, uh, but it could be coming up pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. <laughs> That's exciting to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. All right, Mike, where can we find you online this week? You can find me at MD film blog on Twitter and Letterboxd. And if you'd like to donate to support the show, you could do that at our Kofi page, which is Kofi.com slash Mike and Mike pods plural because we have two podcasts yes we do and you can find me online at m smith film blog on twitter mike smith film on letterbox and radio mike sandwich instagram uh thanks so much for listening to complete works i'm mike smith that's mike decrecio don't forget to rate and review the show on apple podcasts or any other podcast app and if you want to contact us you can tweet at us at complete works pod that's w-r-k-s no o in the word works uh you can find the rest of our podcast on rapture press alongside many other podcasts with all kinds of comic books and movie news and all that good stuff our theme song was created by Kyle Cullen, who you can reach for your own podcast themes at kylespodcastthemes at gmail.com. And our logo was designed by Mac V or at Fearless Guard on Twitter. Join us next week in The Complete Works, where Michelle Yeoh pops up for a quick cameo role in Shaolin Popey 2, Messy Temple. I don't think any of that was real. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently, Mike, there was a wave of movies in Hong Kong in the early 90s where there would be like kind of wacky comedy action movies that would star little kids. Uh, oh, my God. And so Shaolin Popey 2, Messy Temple, is just one of those movies. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, and Michelle Yeoh pops in for a quick cameo. I think she's in it for like two minutes. Um, but by the by the rules of this podcast, uh, we have to watch it. <laughs> I hope she just destroys some kid in a fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible i hope so too that's our caveat yes uh all right so next week that's the movie and remember to check out our other podcast mike might go to the movies uh, for all kinds of other movie related stuff including recent releases ranked list general discussions and a lot more so thanks so much for listening guys and thanks for taking it yo 